anyone looking for a trivia team member, I bring great vibes. to Booted Sisters. I'm Sarah and I'll be joined by my sister Rachel and in today's episode we will be joined by our very first guest, our sister Sam. We all three chat about some highlights from our last week and we learn a little bit about the Christmas season in Italy. As always, make sure you check out our post on Instagram about the episode for visuals to accompany your listening. We are at Booted Sisters if you don't already follow. Enjoy the episode. Uh, hello, how is it going? We have got <laughs> Rachel and Sarah on the call as usual, and then we've also got our first guest, Sam. Sam, you want to say hello? Hello. <laughs> Sam, for the listeners, is our youngest sister. We'll get into this later, I guess, but Sam, would you consider yourself to be a booted sister? Um, No. <laughs> Based on the fact that I'm the only one who lives with mom and dad still. <laughs> Oh yeah, to be booted. <laughs> yet to be booted. <laughs> okay, so normally in this part of the episode, we just kind of chat about like my week. Um, but since we have Sam here, we'll involve her as well. So let's start with Sam. Actually, Sam, anything of note um, that you've experienced this past week, or I guess since you weren't on last week, you can expand it to just anything in general going on in your life, <laughs> not just this past week. So January two thousand five. Until now, yes. <laughs> I went to school for the first time the last so there's no limit how many days of school that you can skip and I guess no one else knew that but I figured it out pretty fast so I haven't gone to school in almost two months I but I went to school on Monday and Friday both a days because going on a b day is scary because I've skipped more b days so my teachers like me less Wait, so but, just to explain that structure in case anybody d- didn't go to a school with A day, B day. Um, oh, right, yeah. It's like you have eight classes total, right? Schedules, yeah. Yeah, so eight yeah, classes so. total that you take throughout the year. Four of them are on one day, like the A the day, four, and then the yeah. other four are so on the B day. it's different teachers each yeah. day. And depending on how much time you spend with teachers, they like you more. <laughs> so the ones that spend less time with me like me a little bit less. Um, but yeah, so... I went on Monday for the first time and it was boring. It was school, pretty tiring. But then Friday was, I had to make up an SOL that I was making up from the spring and also from Wednesday because I didn't go on Wednesday. And they were like, <laughs> you were supposed to take it Wednesday. And I was like, Ugh. but my art teacher looked out for me and she was like, oh, you should, you should probably go. They're still doing it today. You, you got to go do that. So took my reading SOL. I already took the writing SOL in the spring and I passed that. So started off doing an SOL. Pretty boring, pretty tame. Um, so for, for the listeners, that's the Virginia's acronym for standardized test uh, in the public school system, right? But also, I guess this gets into, I don't think we explained that you're a kid. So <laughs> Sam oh, is a teenager, she's in school. school. I think that's pretty- Last year of required schooling. Um, and when this episode releases, it'll be right around your birthday. So, that's true. Uh, I will kid be is a loose term. 18, but oh, 
here's where the drama starts <laughs> because this is now we're into math class on Friday. And math class is one of the only classes where I have a friend. He's just a normal school friend, but he's like the only one that I have. So just doing my thing, doing math, kind of zoning out and probably not actually paying attention to anything. But in case you guys have forgotten or anyone who has not been in a public school, um, at least in general classes, which I am very much in, there's not a lot of learning or teaching that takes place, especially within like the first half hour. It's kind of just people sitting around doing the warm up, um, which they're not, and just waiting for the teacher to do it. So nothing's really happening at this point. And it's probably like 20 minutes into class and like we're just like talking, living life. No one's actually doing math. And so <laughs> we're going to do kind of a test, but it's like not really like it's a quiz and she always gives you the answers and like make sure that you know what you're doing before you take it so that you can get 100 because again general class public school that's what the teachers tend to do so we're about to do one of the easiest things but it's like one of the only things that we really have a concrete grade on that like actually has weight to it so this one kid apparently was like oh i'm gonna fail like he was just so sure that he was not going to do well on this thing that will be explained to him prior to doing it and he should in theory be getting a perfect grade on he was so sure that he was going to do badly on it that he then wrote a kid five bucks to give him the answers <laughs> to like a 15 question quiz that <laughs> School like, has changed. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like a new format. Like it's like we've done this before, and I don't recall him ever making a big deal out of it before. So he then was the kid, either the kid next to him or the kid next to him knew who he was talking to. One of the two, he was definitely connected because he got like really mad at the kid next to him, and he was like, "You didn't send me like I don't have the answers." <laughs> Wait, wait, but wait like, he was screaming that like in the he class? wasn't screaming that but he was like <laughs> angrily saying it to him and the teacher was like not really paying attention at that point I was barely paying attention but just enough to like have clocked that so he was like kind of angry with him but like he wasn't actually screaming at that point he was just like you like I, I don't have the answers and then he was like give me my money back like I need my money back <laughs> it's just really stupid like the unsolicited venmo that like so like there was no a prior agreement he just venmos him for answers no there was a prior agreement oh, <laughs> got it, got it, got it. And okay. they, then he didn't because like i guess they didn't have the answers but also he didn't need them in the first place and he was wasting his money in the first place because he was gonna do fine anyway so it was dumb on every level but the biggest level is the fact that he didn't even get the answers he just met five bucks <laughs> i yeah, I can't imagine having Venmo in high school, actually. <laughs> that would be chaos. <laughs> I did have uh, classmates my year. Um, I was probably like a freshman or sophomore. And they used to skip first or second period before lunch, go to the food lion, buy a bunch of monsters, bring them back to the cafeteria, um, and then just upcharge them straight out of their backpack to, to all people going to lunch. And I feel like they they had a system where they would be there for all the lunch periods, right? They would skip the, the lunch <laughs> class period so that they could hire, go to, yeah. Yeah, hire accordingly um, or make sure they yeah, have to each no, To my knowledge, no electronic transactions for that one. So I think, uh, you know. That would take a lot more thought and planning to like go out of your way to leave school and come back. <laughs> I, would, I would just not do that. Yeah, um, it kind of yeah, sounds hard you know, to get away with, honestly. Yeah. But it, 
the, especially the, in my perspective of school because it's a lot different since it's all remodeled and everything from when you guys went it's not as easy to just walk in and out yeah um, a good thing I, I would think um sure not for I mean, someone for, like me <laughs> <laughs> maybe for you. i guess for the getting in part standard. maybe not so much the getting out but the getting in part <laughs> um yeah, yeah no it would have been really uh convenient for them if they didn't have like a physical trail of bills, you know what I mean? Like if they could have <laughs> hidden it in a Venmo account, off school Venmo account, you know, <laughs> untraceable. Offshores. Off off <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, so the kid's getting mad at the guy next to him. So he's clearly connected. I don't know if he's necessarily the one who lied about having answers or not, but he was definitely connected. So he's just like kind of silently, stoically angry at this point. And then we also, if you guys have ever done where you have like a warm-up sheet and it goes spans over a couple weeks where every class you do a warm-up and then after you're done with the sheet then everyone turns it in um so we were supposed to turn it on our warm-up sheet side note my warm-up sheet had two answers on it because <laughs> I had gone two days <laughs> and then at, it was nice. I think 12 total so every other one just said absent <laughs> so like an entire side of my paper just said absent it was really funny um but so we were supposed to turn that in. Someone like me, who skips a lot, can own it, but he also apparently did not have most of those. And so he didn't want to turn that in. So the teacher was talking to him and, and we didn't necessarily have to turn in our warm-up sheets at that point. But I think because she had like been talking to him, she was like, okay, can you like give me your warm-up sheet? And he like wasn't giving it to her. So then she was just like doing doing what a classic Jenna teacher does who's just trying to mess around have fun and she was just like haha got it and she like took it and like at first I thought he was laughing like I, everyone seemed fine about it but then he was like shaking in anger he was like so mad he was shaking and then so once she did that I don't I don't know how to describe how he reacted but he was like shaking in anger super mad and then he was like no I can't do this and, and then he was like I'm gonna leave and then everyone was like huh like what because it was a very normal interaction up to that point, other than like, and if you had noticed that he had been like upset previously, everyone was like, huh, okay, seems kind of mad. And then the teacher had like walked away a little bit more and had like stepped back. But you know how like there's like desks and everything to like walk through. So there's just kind of like an aisle and she's like standing there. And so he literally grabs, no, he doesn't even grab his stuff. He's just like storming. Like he's just like about to like storm out and so she's in front of him and he's like get out of my way and like everyone thought that he was gonna push her like i fully with my oh my my gosh yeah and so he's he didn't he was like kind of said that angrily but quietly he's like get out of my way and then she like backed up a little bit and then he like screamed and like i don't know if he hit something i don't quite remember but he definitely did some kind of like oh like angry thing and then he stormed out and like slammed the door um, everyone who was at his table and like some people on my side of the room because it was across the room for me was like talking about it obviously and were like explaining it to each other and so they were explaining it across the whole class which is how I know everything because I didn't know all that I just saw him get upset and stuff a little bit but I didn't know all the details and so they were explaining he was trying to cheat he got scammed he got mad that he got scammed it's dumb that he was trying to cheat because it was like not something he needed to cheat on they were explaining that so loudly across the whole class and the teacher was just like wait (laughs) (laughs) okay so you guys you guys know that he was 
and and we're just like talking about this out loud like you're not even gonna try right keep it under your breath like you guys are just gonna openly talk about cheating in this period of my class right now (laughs) because like at first I thought they were talking about answers to something else because I was like no way they're talking about cheating in this class for this assignment like it's not something he needed to but they were (laughs) she was just like like thanks for like letting me know but like you guys and no one was saying it to her. They were just saying it to each other across the room or like at their table and everything. So she was like, I guess it's good that I know this, but you guys shouldn't just talk about cheating so much. <laughs> you, like, She's like, y'all need some straight smarts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that is that piece of drama. Wow. Um, pretty big part of my week, <laughs> I would say. Um, yeah, okay, so I think... I think we should go right into your eavesdropping story that you said you have, because I think the listeners need to understand this about you. So the way I would say it is that Sam, she's not the only one in this big family. It's common to eavesdrop. <laughs> I think no matter who admits it, we're all a little bit of eavesdroppers. I think Jack and I are, Jack, Sarah and I are the loudest about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I like when I talk about it to people, I say that you and Jack in particular are expert eavesdroppers. Um, <laughs> put on another level that's the two youngest they probably had the most practice you know there's a good at least 10 to 14 months of your life where all you can do is eavesdrop right you can't really participate in conversations so when you've got a whole bunch of people in a house and you're the the youngest right you're just going from room to room just kind of like observing what's going on so training from the beginning yeah I would say I'm a pretty good eavesdropper I try my best to like keep it off when I'm with people because like I do want to pay attention to who I'm with but this is an instance where I was hanging out with my friend I was hanging out with her yesterday and she was on the phone so I didn't need to pay attention to her because she was talking to her boyfriend on the phone so backstory to this event a couple weeks ago posted on her on like one of her private snapchat stories she posted a picture of a house that was burnt down in her neighborhood and she was like oh my god there's a burned down house in my neighborhood like and one that had not previously been burned down? Like a- Or a, that she just discovered previous, one? Okay. No, one that had not previously been burned down. Like Jeez, she had okay. just seen it for the first time driving in her neighborhood. And she was like, that's new. Last weekend, I was hanging out with and we passed the burnt down house. So I had seen with my own two eyes this burnt down house. And we had already been talking about how that was crazy. We were just like, wow, that's crazy that someone's house burnt down. That's so sad. Hate to see it. Like, I've only ever seen one other burnt down house in town. Like, I feel like it's something to talk about. So that was, like, big information we have been talking about last week. And then yesterday, I was at Target, and she was on the phone with her boyfriend. And so I didn't have to be paying attention to her. So my default setting is my eavesdropping ears. So I was just listening. Um, (laughs) And we passed this guy who was loudly talking, clearly to some insurance agency who was like loudly talking and he had kids with him so family man talking to insurance and he's like hey yeah I don't know if you guys received my call the other day but my house just burnt down like I need to like and he was just like giving so I obviously can't say a lot of details but he was just like going so in depth in the middle of this target and and I look at each other because like her boyfriend's like um on the other end of the phone, but also kind of busy. So like he wasn't saying anything at that moment. And so both heard it and looked right at each other. And then she goes back to talking to her boyfriend. So we couldn't like talk about it in the moment, but we just thought it was so crazy 
that we had been talking about this house and had seen it the other day. And then we just happened to be walking by this guy in Target as he's like explaining to his insurance about his burnt down house and like everything that's lost and like this and that and those. And it was just kind of a mind blowing experience for me because I've never like had drama where yeah. I've been like, oh my God, this random person in town's house burned down, like just some unrelated person. I've never had their drama and then also seen them in the wild. That's like two different <laughs> separate acts of drama that just, it was a really colliding moment for me. That also, based on the conversation that you overheard, that it's not good if it's if, if his insurance is taking that long to like acknowledge the burnt down house. Hopefully this is like a specific yeah, follow-up I mean, to like a specific yeah, thing but I, it sounds like they weren't responding when he like had a burned down house I mean I don't I can't say too much on that I don't exactly remember every detail or like what all he was saying he might have been talking about like a specific thing or like a warranty kind of thing I don't know who it was um but it was definitely like he prefaced it by saying like my house burnt down and then like was saying something about something that was damaged so yeah. I don't know if he was talking about that specific thing or about the house in general but it was yeah. that sucks yeah um okay that is insane and it's an insane coincidence that you overheard him and I also mm-hmm. separately knew about that house burning down <laughs> from wow. your old that neighborhood beeps? from uh you, just from a friend you know in town <laughs> This is quickly becoming a fire podcast, a like home fire. <laughs> yes, <podcast>. so true. Oh. <laughs> Hate that. That was a good. That's not even eavesdropping in the sense of like just being nosy for the sake of nosiness. That's like more of a coincidence. Like that's exactly. just like a lot of things combining. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's cool. what I was saying. Was just like it was so much colliding. Like mm-hmm. it would have been interesting enough to have seen a burnt down house and it was and that helped me over and I was fine I didn't know that I needed more and it would have been interesting enough to hear a guy on the phone talking about his burnt down house but the fact that I had both pieces of the puzzle was just yeah yeah that is wild um yeah so to be clear (laughs) not happy for him (laughs) not jealous Um, yeah um anyway that's crazy. Um, that's a really solid coincidence story, though. Uh, really sounds like from the eavesdrop that hopefully everything was o- as okay as can be as far as like human yeah, safety, I mean, at least. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like yeah. everyone was alive and well in the sense of health. If you see that guy in Target next time with pink hair, you know why. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Coping. <laughs> oh, boy. Mixed up. <laughs> all right maybe, anything sorry Rich, go i was just gonna say maybe jack and sam should start a podcast that's just eavesdropping <laughs> we could have our podcast be just us trying to like hack into your guys assume <laughs> jack would get so into it <laughs> um yeah i think this adequately hopefully makes the listeners excited for when we have jack on at some point because he too is an expert eavesdropper so i'm sure we'll get some good stories out of him as in well. a unique perspective because i feel like you and i have very <laughs> similar methods but mm-hmm. i think he's kind of more of a wild card where it's like you don't know when he's listening and when he's not like you don't know <laughs> that's what true he yeah all the time he's good at field research that's what he calls it. Yeah. Especially yeah. In like field research. Field yeah. research. 
Um, anything else, Sam, that you want the listeners to know about your week or your life? Or you? Um, I think the only other thing kind of is a real-time thing because it started earlier in the week, but I, it hasn't concluded, is that, um, I don't know if you guys know who Conan Gray is. He's a musician, very popular. He's friends with Olivia Rodrigo. He's very good friends with Olivia Rodrigo. That's what I was That's all I know. Is he and on from- the show? He's not. (laughs) Yeah, he was a YouTuber before he was a musician, but like he wasn't like a big YouTuber. He was just kind of a kid on YouTube. Got it. I mean, he wasn't tiny or anything, but like he's not that big. Does he know Olivia Rodrigo because they both were already making like because he was already making music? Like, did they meet as celebrities? I think like that's kind of what I inferred. Um, I don't know how else it would have happened, but. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, we got to be careful. We're going to turn this into an O-Rod podcast, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. If you, if you get me started to talk about Olivia Rodrigo, then we're not going to talk about Rachel's day. Um, so anyway, he has a song called Heather, very popular. Um, and the lyrics are, I still remember the 3rd of December. And the song is about, he has a crush on a guy and the guy is likes a girl and he gave, gives the girl a sweater and he's like you should have given me that sweater um and so on the 3rd of december it's customary for people who know about the song or like the song to like give someone their sweater so last year i gave for my sweater because she's like the biggest fan of conan like like i'm a big fan of conan but she is like a huge level fan of conan so i gave her my sweater last year and then um this year she moved to texas and tragic lol so i couldn't really give her my sweater this year because i didn't want to like ship it like that felt a little bit much and i didn't want to do that at all and so it was just like kind of sad that i couldn't give her my sweater i instead decided to crochet a little tiny sweater that looked like the sweater that i gave her last year (laughs) i just like because i just had like that color yarn and so I just crocheted like a little tiny baby sweater. And then I wrote her letter and she had written me a letter like a month ago that I didn't reply to because I kept meaning to and then forgot. And so I like wrote her a letter and then I put in the sweater and then I like sent it and I sent it like trying to time it perfectly. But as you guys may have noticed, it's the 4th of December and it is not the 3rd of December and she didn't text me yesterday. So I don't think she got it yesterday. So I'm hoping she gets it today. That's so sad. Yeah, I'm hoping she gets it today. But if she doesn't, I mean, she'll love it no matter what. But I really thought I timed it right. And I was kind of sad that I didn't. But yeah, I'm just kind of waiting for her to text me about it. Because I know that the second she sees it, she'll call me or something. Well, still a super cute idea um, and good gift no matter when it arrives. Yeah. she I also forgot to take a picture of it, which... Like, I don't have any photo evidence of my tiny sweater, but it was adorable. So, <laughs> you'll have to trust me. That's you'll have to send us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have an ongoing thing where I'm trying to get Rachel to have pictures of things that she references when she talks on here <laughs> so that we can post them on the Instagram when the episode's released. Um, yeah. So, you'll have to I'll send have to get to send yeah, a yeah. picture and then I'll send it to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right. I will briefly talk about my last week there's not too much to say um and it was a delight having Sam be the focus of this segment this week so 
The only thing I really want to, and I want to talk about that I did this week. Last night, I went to a parade and then I went to a karaoke cookie exchange party and that was very fun, but I made vegan cookies and they were delicious. Okay. So they're like these like orange cranberry pinwheel cookies and they're really buttery, like with vegan butter, but they were really, really good and like soft and delicious. And I was able to use up the last of my cranberry sauce from Thanksgiving in them. So that's why I was excited when I found the recipe. Um, so that's a new thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. Mom also recently was, um, and by recently, I mean, yesterday, was excited about finding a recipe to finish up her cranberry sauce because <laughs> she made little brie bites, <laughs> like little tiny. Oh, okay. I'm going to text yeah. her about that because I also yeah. wanted to do that, but um, well, I was trying to make a vegan thing, so that's opposite, but dang, yeah. that sounds really good. Uh, and I'm not surprised to hear we were on the same wavelength with the same cranberry sauce. So. Yeah, same schedule. <laughs> All right. Um, let's move on. Rach, excited to hear about your last week in Italy. So um, last week we mostly talked about like Thanksgiving and stuff like that, because that's what the week had been. Um, <laughs> but I'll just open the floor because you know your updates better than I do, but you could talk about whatever you'd like <laughs> if you want to start with like the food and stuff, but uh, yeah, up to you. Um, I had a brie pizza this week that was pretty good Ooh, um, yeah pizza. it was brie and like porcini <laughs> mushrooms it was it was pretty tasty honestly yeah um, i one, don't just more so than the uh margarita like it it had a very solid cheese layer um which sometimes that's just what you're in the mood for you know absolutely um, that was good i would not have thought of that as a thing that they would have in italy brie pizza yeah i'm not dumb right brie is like french cheese or is it different um (laughs) but no like (laughs) the yes i I, you know the that pizza prompted a discussion at the table um it was was like a a work lunch um and uh i was like i kind of expected because there there's there's people say all the time like there's no getting bad pizza here right like it, you know, you recommend pizzerias. It's like everybody's favorite is the one right outside the door, you know, good pizzas everywhere. But I kind of had a, an impression that you'd come here and it would be like, there's one pizza on the menu. There's one way to make pizza. Like, you you know, why would you mess with perfection or something like that? But there've been plenty of restaurants where they have different uh, flavor combinations and different things that they are willing to do with it. So that's been fun. Like sometimes you really want just the classic margarita pizza, but sometimes you want to be a little more adventurous with it. And there's definitely a market for that. Um, but it was very tasty. One of the more fun food experiences from the week, which also is my like mistranslation or whatever for the week. Nothing was super confusing or like a translation issue, but we went to a restaurant and the waiter was like, all right, English speakers, I'm just bringing you what I'm bringing you. And so he would, he would come out and just like make <laughs> recommendations, you know, like, oh, caprese. Yeah. We'll do a caprese, a little bruschetta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, brought us out some gnocchi. It was great just to like not have the pressure of ordering and you're like, oh, it's going to be good. And the way menus work, I'm not, I'm not sure how much you remember from your day in Rome, but basically there's like the primi and secundi uh, sections of the menu, which are both kind of mains, but like the, the primi is going to be all of your pasta and pasta typically mm-hmm. isn't served with like big portions of meat, which is why everybody says that chicken alfredo is made up. That's, that's not and- the only reason why. But- <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> um, 
not, not that there aren't pastas with meat in it, but ten, it tends to be more just like, you know, the surprise bacon that we've talked about. Yeah. That. So um, I can be fairly confident if someone is recommending pasta, it's not going to have meat in it. Um, or if you're ordering off the creamy section that um, you, yeah, you might have to avoid some, some meat um, that's used to enhance the sauces or something like that. But in general, it's not going to be like a plate of pasta with like a huge chunk of meat on top or something like that. Um, but that was a fun ordering experience. Uh, and then we were way too full for dessert. It's like, oh, but you, you've got room for limoncello. And we're like, well, sure. We got room for limoncello. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, and I had um, uh, like a melon cello. Uh, like it was cantaloupe. There's like pistachio. There's a lot of, they do a lot of different flavors for, for like a cello spirit. I didn't know that. Wait, how tasty. Sam, do you know yeah. what limoncello is? Uh, say no for the listeners even if you do no (laughs) Rachel can you explain what limoncello is uh it's a a a liquor that's very lemony and you know it's a strong sour lemon drink it's it's like kind of cloudy a little bit thicker sometimes what are the like portion size you usually have when they give it to you like is it closer to like a shot or closer to a glass of wine definitely closer to a shot um and the so it, that one tends to be very like strong and lemony which when you're in the mood for is fantastic the melon one the pistachio one those were like alcoholic liquid gelato like those were much sweeter and creamier and just like a delight um so it depends on what you're in the mood for but they do it for different fruits and flavors and stuff like that and it's it's just like a creamy drink at least the, the melon one was definitely very very creamy lemon can be creamy-ish but not as creamy as the melon mm-hmm. one was uh yeah nice do you have any apartment updates for the group yeah uh picked one and signing the lease soon so I'm really excited it's gonna be like on the water beautiful tile floors it's like you know if you're gonna live in Italy for a couple of years like this feels like some somewhere that like a writer would come for inspiration kind of thing. <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm gonna be pretty cozy there I'm I'm, I'm excited about it uh, so for um, everyone who's followed the last few weeks um you've kind of gone back and forth about closer and in, in the city and closer to the coast so this is the closer to the coast right for sure yeah uh which I I think is gonna you know, when I'm home it's gonna be the vibes I want go out there with on the balcony with a little cafe and look out at the med kind of deal. Oh, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask you to limit pictures of this because otherwise I'm packing my bags and quitting my job. So <laughs> that's, yeah. I mean, that's not the the direction the of advice I would give if you want me to not do it. Right. If, if posting <laughs> pictures is going to bring you out here, then I'm not going to not post pictures. <laughs> oh, I got to see one of my good, good friends from when I worked in Florida. Oh, he was, he was in town. Uh, and so we hung out yesterday, went to um, like a museum of archaeological artifacts kind of thing, like a lot of uh, old pottery. Really? They had really, what's up? <laughs> I just asked oh. if you stole any. Oh, no, I did not. No, not, not Nick Cage or anything <laughs> like that. Um, <laughs> they had really beautiful tile floors that had been restored and like transported to the museum it was really cool. But we hung out and just kind of like spent the day in the city with some of my work friends. So it was, it was really fun. It was good to catch up. We got pasta with cabbage, which is interesting. Like the sauce had like 
kind of blended cabbage in it. I was kind of expecting like these leaves of cabbage to be in with the pasta, but it was like in, integrated into the sauce. Oh, that was tasty. It was like it was fully different. blended or like smally, like small chopped or something. Yeah. Fully blended. Like you, you taste, it was like a broccoli taste, but you didn't see like bits of cabbage or anything like that. Huh. So that's it, cool. it was definitely different. Um, and it yeah. was a nice different bite. They put a whole bunch of cheese and pepper on top. So it was fun to just go around yesterday. We went to a, like a more American style bar, the tap, tap room, um, which is fun to, to bop into every once in a while. But I'm much more tired today. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's fair. Those are my updates. Let's That's see. awesome. Did, the- did you have any other language barrier things from the week? Nothing really specific stood out. Um everything because we were in more touristy areas so it's definitely pretty accommodating to us uh my word of the week is one of my one of my favorites andiamo is like let's go or i was gonna say that sounds kind of like um (laughs) the the way you said it sounds sort of like dora-esque like yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly No, it's so fun, like uh, going around with realtors and stuff like that. You know, you'll like be in your room and then it's time to go. And it's like, andiamo. We're like, andiamo. (laughs) But yeah, it's just, it's just a fun, fun little uh, word that I've heard uh, in in a couple different contexts over the last uh, few weeks. And it always, it's just one of those more musical words. I always like it. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Um, You're still new to the country so we'll obviously like expect a bit of time to settle in before this kind of stuff happens but eventually we'll start following up on some of your goals as far as like setting up classes and stuff but conversationally do you feel like you are besides like the one word of the week kind of thing do you feel like you are pretty quickly picking things up on like a just in a general scale I think um if I were to pay attention more um the Spanish foundation definitely helps. So that's usually yeah. when I'm, when I'm picking up on things, it's cause it's like a cognate with something in Spanish. So the times I've gotten in trouble is when it is, when it is actually closer to French than Spanish. And then I like mm. assumptions about the vocab that aren't correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, I think when I'm not living in a hotel and I've got like a local right. grocer and stuff like that, it'll, it'll, it'll pick up. And I do, once I'm settled, um, I do want to start taking Italian classes. I would say the update is that I I'm, don't see myself really studying a different language. I think I'll ah. uh, stick with Italian. Sam, this is a spoiler for you. Yeah, in this first episode, we talk about this. So you'll you'll hear this soon. <laughs> but um, that's that's cool. That's a great update. I'm uh, Either way, it's exciting, but I'm excited to hear that you want to take an Italian class. That sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think- cool uh it'll it'll get get going and it at least the conversational side of it like just some of the 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 basics I don't think I'll I'll leave here fluent by any means but I'll be able to like comfortably order food and and and, uh go out in town and stuff like that um but we'll see you besides like making friendly conversation when you're already in a place like in a restaurant or whatever have you like made any like friends with Italian people or like made any, I don't know, like, have you had any like significant ish interactions with locals besides when they're, when it's like in a service setting? 
nothing repeated um or really like a you know relationship establishing e yet Mm -hmm. Uh, which I I attribute to my transient lifestyle. Right. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't expecting a yes. I was just curious if there were any interactions yet. Um, Because we didn't talk about that in your goals at all, but I guess I'm curious um, since we're updating goals here. (laughs) So this is like, everyone thinks about this as an adult when they move cities, no matter like even just within the US, this was a huge, maybe the biggest thing on my mind when I was moving to Denver. Like, how do you make friends as an adult? What kind of situations do you put yourself in to make friends? So my question is, do you have any specific ideas or thoughts around how to do that to make friends with locals? Or if you want to put effort into that versus like friends of friends or people that you've been meeting naturally through work and stuff? That's a good question. Um, I definitely didn't put a lot of effort into it in Japan. And which is what that was never going to be a reasonable goal <laughs> in Japan, honestly. Like, to be no, clear. not, not a pandemic be the, you know, work schedule I had out there and stuff like that. It is similar in that I have an established work group of Americans that are very easy for me to, to use as my friend group. Um, and I intend to do a significant amount of traveling within the continent when, um, when the weekends allow. So, um, (gasps) you could be, you should go, oh my gosh. Okay. You should go on (laughs) tours. Like we did when we've traveled like paddy wagon tours that I do in Ireland and I've done tours in like Ireland, Scotland, you and I did them in uh, Germany, but like the like bus tours and stuff. Remember we always meet Australians (laughs) on their Australians love the travel. Especially because I feel like you and I have traveled during the winter most. Yeah. And that's their summer, so they're on holiday. Oh, that's uh, true. And then I, I knew a lot of them, but they love skiing in Japan. So there were big communities of Australians and ski towns in, in Japan. Um, um, but yeah, no, I think I'll, I'll try, you know, local coffee shop kind of deal. Um, you should stay in hostels. Oh, yeah. Well, as I'm trying to, yeah, yeah, yeah. But honestly, I I know myself. I don't know that I'm going to put a ton of um, energy into like establishing strong friendships with locals. I think it's more just embracing the interactions on a night by night basis and like making sure that I start up conversations at a bar, stuff like that. Like like take advantage of the moments rather than stress about about like making a lifelong contact or something like that. Like you know, I'll, I'll play it out. But I I guess what I say what I mean is I don't have any specific strategies or like gonna try to find a social club or anything like that I mostly just want to like make sure I get out go have dinner out in town at a place that makes me a little uncomfortable because I it clearly doesn't have a lot of English and then just kind of like immerse myself that way and make casual friends rather than like purposely try to establish a group since I do have work friends for the more like in-depth friendship needs (laughs) um but yeah I would I really do want to like do um do different tours and stuff as I, I go out and around the continent and try to make hostile friends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which remember the guy who like, what was the, he, he, he was working on a movie and got like an Oscar for a movie in line. I'm not oh, sure you, I don't I forgot the about movie that. Was. Yeah. Okay. So we had, okay. So an idea for future episodes I have Rachel is that you and I talk about some of our memories from trips we've taken in the past so be good. it yeah, might be good to save the story for on. them, but <laughs> we <laughs> had such an interesting hour and a half, two hours of in line with that guy when we were, and his friends, yep. 
Yeah. He was so interesting. I don't remember the details either, but yeah, he had won an Oscar. He was on the production team in some capacity. Like it's not like he was an yes. actor. Right. I don't know if it was an uh, Oscar either. To be honest, he, he was, it was a movie that we knew was nominated. Yeah. And oh yeah, it we seemed did know to be, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I'm gonna shut this story down, and we'll leave the listeners uh, anticipating a future episode where we get into it more. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I would love to dig back into that part of the memory because my memory of that, and this was in Peru. I don't think we ever actually got to where we said. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My memory of that got tainted by what happened next. So yeah. I would love to. Dude, this is a story. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I have it written down somewhere. So well, we should be able to break up some details. Oh, yeah. Oh anyway, I think that's a good idea. Anyway, oh. um, Sam, do you have any questions? I keep kind of bulldozing, but with anything Rachel said, I want you to offer some input because I think I'll follow up on this in the future. I think that in some time, not like a pressure thing to do right away. But I think over time, Rachel should try to make some friends with locals. Uh, what are your thoughts on that based on what I'm saying? I just thought it was said. funny that she was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's honest. And she said she knows herself. So I'm not going to yeah. knock it. But yes, I agree. It's funny. I think what I mean is like, there will be people I, I would like to be recognized at local establishments. To, mm-hmm. to a degree, right? Like have people that I interact with. You want to be a regular. Somewhere. Yeah, like I'll be a regular. Um, but I, I don't know that I'll, I'll like develop a friendship of like someone that I consistently hang out with like outside of the establishment itself, if that makes sense. And that, but I don't know. I'm, I'm open to, to suggestions, recommendations, and maybe- Well, uh, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna come move there once you get your apartment and I'm immediately jealous. <laughs> I'll just come move there and then I'll make us some friends. Yeah. <laughs> There we go. I like it. Yeah. I'll go start an Italian book club. We'll see how that goes. Anyone looking for a trivia team member? I bring great vibes. Cool. Okay. And then I asked you this earlier, but do you have anything for the times I've been booted this week segment? Because I do not. Not really. I kind of self-booted last night. I'm I am notorious for being the person who like will like have a lot of fun and then it's like all right, time to be in bed at 9, 9.30, you know, like, <laughs> like, like fully invested in the night and then just gone because um, it's time to sleep. So we specifically were trying to catch um, a bus and I use that as like, a, all right, time to leave kind of deal. But yeah, I'm I'm not the person who is last to leave a gathering. I'm definitely the, the one like who's feeling the pole of the bed. Soonest. So I <laughs> booted the night last night, just like, all right, time to go by. Um, <laughs> But it was a fun night, yeah. Nice. Um, even though I claim to not have the energy of somebody who's actually still in their 20s, I did the opposite last night. I was the last at the party. But to be well, fair, it ended a little too early. So <laughs> um you were just but, being right. <laughs> I was just being right. No, I was just having so much fun with all my new friends. So <laughs> All right, next segment. Sam, I've told you about this segment. So the segment is called Things Sarah Has Heard About Italy from the Internet. Um, this That's week. A really catchy title. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Thought of it myself. <laughs> um, this week, I did some outside research. This wasn't handed to me, unfortunately, but I mm. was thinking I don't know much about traditions as far as like holidays go in Italy. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about when we were talking about Rachel's week gotcha yeah Mm, yeah so 
Um, unfortunately, with the timing of how these are going to release, we're just going to be all over the place talking about holidays at the wrong time for when people are listening. So sorry, not sorry. Christmas lives on for y'all. But, <laughs> Get over um, it. <laughs> yeah. I'll move on. It's really not that big of a deal. Um, so I think this will be releasing after New Year's. Uh, so Rachel will have some Christmassy updates for us late. So good for us that we get to live Christmas much longer. Um, <laughs> so since it's not yet Christmas for you, Rachel, uh, I'm guessing you don't know too much about Italian traditions. So just chime in after I say these, if you know others, or if you did already okay. know this, um, so I read up on a lot of stuff. They're kind of mostly just very like Catholic adjacent traditions that sure, aren't that yeah. far off from what I would have expected. Um, but one fact that I thought was interesting is that so traditionally in Italy for Christmas, they do a really big Christmas Eve dinner and then a really big Christmas Day, like lunchtime, huge meal. Um, which honestly is kind of like what we do. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> that was not surprising, but apparently the Christmas Eve dinner is traditionally meat free. Oh, Did you know, I that? Did not know that. Yeah. Uh, oh. I thought that was interesting. I'm curious. Yeah. I know as a little teaser, Rachel won't be literally in Italy on Christmas. So I don't think you're going to be doing any traditional Italian Christmas things anyway, right. not yeah. that you would have found yourself in like an Italian household or something anyway, but, um, <laughs> yeah. Ask around or see if you hear. Yeah. I'm curious. I'm wondering if that's like an Advent thing, you know, maybe just some. From what I was reading, it seems like it's pretty adjacent to that. Like just kind of the (laughs) idea of like, even though it's a big meal, like a little bit of, I guess, sacrifice or just like waiting until like Christmas day is when you feast and like definitely that big Christmas day lunch thing is, um, you know, very meat heavy. So that's that. Um, there were other things, but uh, do you know any, I guess while we're on this, do you know any Christmas traditions in Italy that you've learned about The um, nativity scenes. Are yeah, big. I was seeing yeah. that a lot. I was like, okay, yeah, nativity scenes. I see that a lot too, but yeah. <laughs> they're like aggressively <laughs> big there. Uh, I mean, it, it it feels normal because it is Christmas season, right? It's not yeah, crazy yeah. to see nativity scenes, but they're very traditional um, and they've been doing them for a very long time. So like at the museum yesterday, they actually had an, an exhibit right now that shows some like super, super old nativity scenes. Um, so it's it it doesn't stand out, honestly, just because it is Christmas time and I, I tend to expect to see some kind of version of nativity scenes in places, mm-hmm. but it's definitely an art form that they have been doing for a very long time and kind of like the inventors of what we would think of as nativity scenes. Gotcha. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll take some pictures if you see some cool ones. And then if you learn any other traditions, uh, maybe we'll have you heard any Italian Christmas music. Is that a thing? Oh, Oh, Italian Christmas music. I've heard a lot of American Christmas pop songs on <laughs> any, you know, in, in any car or like just in general places. Like it's, it's the songs that you would expect. Um, mm-hmm. but no, as of now, I have not heard or looked into any Italian specific Christmas songs. Interesting. That's a good um, question, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um, well, that also reminds me that in my research, I kept seeing that, again, this felt very Catholic to me, not just Italian. So I'm not sure how prominent it feels because I would imagine that somewhat similar to America, it's all kind of blurred. But everything sure. I was seeing said that like formally Christmas season starts on December 8th. 
in Italy. Like I saw that multiple places. So apparently that's like a pretty, but I, yeah. So interesting. So let Um, me know, I guess, pay attention today as we are recording right now, it's December 4th. So technically from my research, Christmas hasn't started in Italy yet. (laughs) I'm assuming that's not how it feels. (laughs) No, it is not how it feels. I know the Christmas markets opened up this weekend, which I would think of as like the opening of the season. Yeah. Um, Yeah, definitely. Could be part. um, We're not too far from the Alps, right? Um, And particularly Northern Italy is in them. So it could be a St. Nicholas Day thing because the so, yeah. Alpine countries love their Krampus type stuff. So it could just be like a distinction between the two holidays, which I'm, well, you know, I wasn't organized enough this year to uh, get up to Vienna or anywhere for, for a Krampus parade, but um, hopefully next year I'll go to a Krampus parade. <laughs> yeah, um, we can do it when I live there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it could be that it could just be like distinguishing between Christmas season and St. Nicholas type celebrations, but I don't know. Just pay attention on December 8th and after and come back with an update if it, if it does different. feel different. Yeah. <laughs> it certainly feels very much like Christmas season now. Yeah, um, that's what I assume. Decorated <laughs> and the, the shopping stuff is definitely uh, started. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then one other, this isn't Christmas. This is new year's. Uh, apparently it's traditional to wear red underwear on new year's in Italy. It was yellow in Peru. Right? Yeah. I was like, yeah, it was definitely yellow in Peru. <laughs> so we were in Peru <laughs> right before new year's. Um, and so everywhere we went the first couple of days we were there, we were seeing all these like stands selling yellow underwear. We were like, are yeah. we about to buy some underwear here? Which why <laughs> didn't we? Honestly, we should have. But um, <laughs> anyway, that was really fun. So yeah. And did uh did you say was there an underwear thing in Japan? I, like I feel like other countries have this too. I just I definitely knew the Peru one because we were no, there. No, I don't remember any underwear things in Japan, but I think we because this was before I was in Japan. I think we looked it up while we were there and we're like, oh, well, in this country, it's this. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was interesting because there's, so the reason for yellow in Peru, I'm not gonna, I don't remember specifically. It's definitely a luck-based thing, but that's kind of what it is for red in Italy too, I think. So it's just kind of one of those things where, I don't know if it's luck exactly for the red, but, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, it makes me feel so lame that Americans don't have underwear traditions for years. <laughs> uh, but now I'm like, should I wear red or should I wear yellow? I don't know. But I'm uh, yeah, be thinking about it. <laughs> half and half, I, you know, we, be covered by both. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some McDonald's underwear. <laughs> um, I. This is like Amahi memories, but I remember researching this before we had left for Peru to the degree where I was like, do I have any yellow underwear I can pack? Yeah. Because yeah. we were like looking up what we were going to do. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah, that's sure. so fun. Okay. So are do you know yet if you'll be in Italy for New Year's? Figuring that out. Um, okay. More updates to, to come on yeah, that. But yeah. buy some red underwear or find okay. <laughs> some red underwear uh, if you do end up being there and then update us. And if you don't, update us if wherever you are also has a tradition. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Cool, cool. All right. I think that's all I've got. Sam, anything else? No. You want to tell our audience where they can find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter mostly. <laughs> <laughs> At Sammy DeVito. It's Sammy, I think, underscore DeVito. <laughs> 
And um, also Instagram, Sammy.DeVito. And also TikTok, bow down to Daniel DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is the first week that we have actually, as we've been recording, actually have our Instagram set up. So, oh uh, wow, yeah, everyone can find us at, at Booted Sisters. No, they probably no already stores. did. No. <laughs> no, these are new people. These are people who yeah, found us on there's Apple so Podcasts. many fans right now, Rachel. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't take this away from them. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Well, thank you very much, um, Sam, for joining us. It was a delight to have the first sibling guest. Keep an eye out for Sam's eavesdropping podcast. <laughs> yeah. We'll let everyone Boys. know when that drops. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then stay tuned. We really want to have all of our siblings on. So we started with the youngest. We started with this week's birthday girl. <laughs> uh, we started with the eavesdropping queen, but we will have the other. We will have all of our other siblings on over time uh, as they want to be on. Yeah. And we probably haven't said it yet. Um you know, comment what your guess is for how many <laughs> siblings. Yeah, when we know. say things like all of and drop yeah, some names here point. and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we like to keep the mystery alive with vague. Uh, actually, let's go ahead and say it out loud, Rachel. We've never told the listeners where specifically in Italy you actually are. Oh. <laughs> I think we'll reveal it at some point because for many reasons and we'll see, you know, privacy wise or whatever, but over time, I think it's going to become pretty lame that we're being so general with like, what's Italy like when you live yeah. in a specific place. So, for sure, uh, yeah. yeah. So I don't think this will last forever, but it's been fun to try to keep the mystery alive. These first episodes <laughs> <laughs> could be anywhere. <laughs> could be anywhere. She, yeah. So definitely let us know your guesses for where in Italy, Rachel is. Uh, let us know your guesses for how many siblings we have. And let us know how much you like Sam. Uh, or if you hated her, just make that a private DM, not a comment. And uh, <laughs> she does love gossip. So if you hate her and want to say true. why, if then leave a any comment. drama, please don't hesitate to contact me. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thanks, everyone. I'll talk to y'all later. Uh, have yeah, a good talk week. To you later. Bye. Okay, bye. See ya. That's so scary. <laughs> got a little it. voice. <laughs> I yep. like that. Oh my I god! Imagine not being that used to Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> being scared of a robot voice couldn't be me. <laughs>